0: This is Dr. Hansen, president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Please go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. See what we're doing at World Ministries International, what our focus is, as well as Eagles Saving Nations, and be a member of it. We've got to have a national awakening, a national revival, a national repentance if America is going to be spared from judgment. If America is going to be spared from a communist takeover, Eagles saving nations. Wherever you are, throughout the United States or around the world, whether you're watching on radio, listening, television, watching, social media, welcome. It's a live audience here at World Ministries International. We're in our college chapel, also our classroom. And if you want to attend our courses, go to our website, worldministries.org, and you can take courses all the way through a doctorate degree. My special guest standing beside me is Bishop Tobias Nehemiah out of Kenya, East Africa. If you've been watching this program, you will see that he's been on several times, quite a few times the last few weeks, as he's been visiting me from Africa. Bishop Tobias, welcome. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you.
1: Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, We like saying praise the Lord and we expect... People to respond and be jubilant. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I want to thank God today because of what he's done. I want to thank God because of the gift of life that is given to me. And not only that, but also giving me the opportunity to stand here on this platform to share with the brothers and sisters the word of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want us to turn to the book of first King. First Kings. First King, we are reading verse 17. First Kings, we are reading chapter 17, and we are reading verse 7, 8, and 9, and 10. Then we'll continue as we go on. It happened after a while that the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him. This is the word of the Lord coming to Elijah. Then the word of the Lord came to him. Arise, go to Seraphath, which belongeth to Sidon and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Sarafat, And when he came to the gate of, of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please get me a little water in a jar that I may drink. I will stop here. I will pick it up later on. But uh, I just want us to pray. Father, we thank you. And we worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for yourself. But even as I share your word, I pray for your anointing, Lord, to be upon me today. Pray for my listeners, the audience that are listening, those that are watching over the television, Lord, I pray that, Lord, your spirit will touch each and every one of us. We praise you and we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I believe this is not the first time you are listening to this story or reading this story. I know that we've been Christians, some of us have been Christian for a very long time, and we've heard this story. We've been have been preached to us in many different directions, or we've heard it from different preachers, or even you yourself. Probably you might have might have read it, and talk and talked to in a different way. But here we, I'm going to talk about the the tough training of God today, the way God trains us. You now here is Elijah. He's he's been running away. He's run away from. Ab and Jezebel, wanted to kill him. And God tells him, God tells him, go to the, to the brook and be fed there by the river. And Elijah obeys and goes. And for many days, the Bible says, as we read, after many days, it happened after many days, that the brook dried up. And now God commands Elijah again, leave. But you see, Elijah had gotten used to the brook. He had gotten used to the food being provided in that place. You know, when God trains us, God doesn't use just one particular area or one particular thing or one particular person to to bless us. He uses different means. And that's what God does. But sometimes we get used to things. We get used to the way that we get stuff until we forget that God is there who wants us to trust in Him. You know... Elijah is here for many, many months. I don't know. The Bible does not say how many months or how many years he was here. But the Bible says he was fed day and night. Every evening, this animal would bring Elijah the food. So he was used to it. He had used God and used to that environment. He knew that God, at a particular time, the food would be there. At a particular moment, the food would be there. At a particular time, the drink would be there. Whatever kind of drink he wanted was there provided. That was the way God Elijah was gotten used to it. But unfortunately, the brook dries up. Now what does he do? You know, God doesn't do things the same way we think, in a similar fashion. Even Jesus used different ways. Different people were expecting Jesus to lay their hands on him. Hey, I lay my hands on you and be healed in the name of I don't, whatever. <laughs> but, but he uses different methods to the to the blind man he says he spits he spits the the saliva and he rubs the eyes of this guy and the guy gets healed and he says go home you are healed to the other guy he, he, he just he just he just tells him go to the river go go take dust and rub dust on your on your eyes and the guy gets healed that was his method that was the way jesus never was never used to one particular way that i'm going to lay my hands on you and be healed in the name of the lord no 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 Different method. God has different ways of training us. God can train you in a way that you never expected. God can provide for you in a way you never thought you would do. Praise the Lord. I want to share something where, uh, it's like a joke, but it's a real story. There was this lady who was praying. <laughs> he had praying and praying, and his, in the supply, everything that he had had run out, and the food had run out. Everything was gone in the house. She had nothing that she could eat in the house and uh, she had little kids and she picks a call and calls the Christian radio station and uh, appeals to them if somebody would, is out there who could hear the appeal and provide for her. So there was this atheist, you know what an atheist is? There was this atheist who had, <laughs> who had the announcement and if and he picks the call and he asks, could you please give me the address for that lady? and they, and they give the the atheist, the address of the lady and they, after being given the address this guy gives the money to his secretary and they, he gives the money a big money a big sum of money, a large sum of money go and buy everything for this lady who is who is asking for the, for help and the lady goes and provide uh, goes and buys everything that she needed and after that the lady takes the things to, to them, led to this person, to this woman, and after that, the man goes to the woman's house and asks them, the lady, we had you, we had you, we you pleading, uh, appealing for help, do you know that food or that supply just came from the devil?" And the lady turned around and looked at him and said, "You know what? I don't care whether it came from the devil. I know you. Go, you go. the devil heard God's voice and he supplied for me." Praise the Lord. <laughs> That's what happens. God can provide for us in a dif- in different ways. Yeah. That is his way of training us. I want to look at a few a few thoughts here as we look at this few things that are that are, we need to look at. Number 1. As we've just read this, this 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 story here, number 1. God knows where you are. God knows where you are. Elijah was at the Brook's Church. He drank, he was fed, his sources, his resources and sources and livelihood are dried up unfortunately. What does he do? What do you do when your resources are gone? What do you do when everything that you are expecting is gone? What do you do when your a bank account has dried up? You know, I know you here, you guys here, you have what we call a credit card. <laughs> and so maybe for us, is either you have the atm and in the atm you have an account in your bank and you will go get it if there is no money in the account you can't get it and sometimes you go there and you push the the the, the, the card atm card into the into the atm machine and you you expecting then it comes back and say insufficient fund <laughs> sometimes you have nothing <laughs> i don't know whether you guys understand that in africa we do understand that you have nothing The resources that you have is nothing. What do you do? Elijah was in such a state. Elijah was in such a situation. What he was depending on, what he was looking up to, what he was hoping his source, his his livelihood is gone. What does he do? What does he do? What do you do in such a situation for if it were you? Would you go back and say, oh God, what do you do? I don't know whether, the Bible does not tell us whether Elijah prayed. In fact, that is a bit silent, so we would not want to read, I wouldn't like to read my mind into it. But that is something that is quiet there. But the next thing we hear, God is ordering Elijah to go to the, the woman of Sarapath. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. My friend and my dear sisters and brother, I want you to know, God knows where you are. God knows your cry. God knows your need. God knows where you are paining. God knows where you are. He knows you. He knows your challenges. He knows the challenges you are going through today. You could be sitting here and saying, Pastor, if you only knew where, what I'm going through, I may not understand, I may not know, and I may not help you, but there is one that understands you. There is one that knows where you are. There is one that can come out and give you the supply you need. Praise the name of the Lord. Man. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise God. God knows where you are. Number two, God knows where you are going. Elijah did not know where he was going. He just told, go to Saraphat. He didn't know what kind of a person he was going to meet. He didn't know what kind of a woman he was going to meet. He didn't know whether this woman would receive him. He didn't know whether this woman would accept him. He didn't know whether this woman was going to meet his name. He didn't know. But God knew. God knows where you are going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God knows my brother. God knows my sister. He knows where you are going. Verse 9. Let us go back there to verse 9. says this. Arise, go to Saraphat, which belongeth to Sidon, and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Arise, go to Saraphat. Do you know a story of Saraphat? Saraphat was in the gentle land. And this is where Ab and Jezebel were coming from. And God is telling Elijah, you go back there. (laughs) Elijah would have said, you know sometimes good to hear God and obey him. Elijah would have said, God don't you know that is where my enemies are are coming from. He would have refused to go there. But he just simply obeyed and went. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. God knows where you are going. Probably Elijah had prayed in a certain way. He had expected things to happen in a certain way. He did not know where to go. And God said, Arise, go to Saraphat. I don't know where is your Saraphat. <laughs> God is saying, Arise, go. Praise the name of the Lord. God gave him a specific direction. Saraphat. Go to Saraphat. A specific direction. You know like Elijah was not like Like Jonah. Jonah was told, go to Nineveh. And instead of going to Nineveh, he took a different direction. But Elijah is told, go to Saraphat. And Elijah simply obeys. And he leaves. You know, when you obey the Lord, God will be with you. God will guide you. God will lead you. God will provide for you. God will meet your need. When you obey him, it doesn't matter what happens. Just obey by faith. This is faith. Elijah is just taking a step of faith and walking out his faith and tan- believing God. God, you've spoken. I'm leaving you, and I'm going. Go to Saraphat. I have commanded a widow woman there. Widow woman. Isn't <laughs> it interesting? I don't know how a widow woman could feed uh, him. And this widow woman was not a rich woman. Praise God. It was not a rich woman. Phil, number one, number three. Th- the third thing I want you to know is God has a plan and a place. God has a plan and a place for you. God has a plan and a place where you can be sustained. Praise God. God has a plan. For Elijah, the place was Sarafat. The plan was for him just to obey. I don't know, for you, maybe you have your plan. God has a plan for you. Obey the plans of God that God has for you, and God will provide for you. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. God's plan is not always what you expect. God's plan is not always what I expect. When I was coming down here, I had a different plan. I had plans 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and they were arranged. But let me tell you, God had to turn around that plan. And I I was surprised. I was wondering, God, why did you bring me here? But God knew the plan and knew the place. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God has a plan. Elijah did not expect to be fed by the widow. He didn't expect that to happen to him. Very little did he ever thought that the widow would feed him. But that was God's plan for him. That was God's plan for his life. Praise the name of the Lord. The little thing, something that you expect is what God will use. Amen. You know, in my life, as a minister, minister, I've seen God using different situations in my life that sometimes I, I can't even think, I can't even imagine. I would look back and say, well, "How did that happen?" I've seen God bringing people in my life just for a momentary, really for a moment. After some time they will do something, meet a need in my life, and they disappear. They go. That was God's plan. That has been my what I've seen in God's plan, God's love in my life for oh God. That God will bring somebody, even in the church. <laughs> there was a time I had several people in my church, and they were very good people. Excuse me, they were good people. They were, they were, they were, they were. Good to, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> but then after, sometimes they left. And I've passed a pastor friend of mine who used to come and minister to we would have pre- revival with him and would come and minister. One time he asked me, Pastor, what are you going to do? So-and-so has left. And I said, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. He came here. God brought in my life and he's gone. God knows where he's taking me. God knows the plan. Praise the Lord. God knows the plan, and he knows where he's taking him. If you're sitting here today, God knows your plan. And God has a place where he's taking you. God has a plan for you. Praise the name of the Lord. Just speak to yourself and say, God has a plan for me. Can you say that with me? God has a plan for me. Praise God. Hallelujah. God has a plan for you. And the Bible says, Elijah. in fact, it is believed that Elijah stayed with this woman for two years. In this place, just feeding this, feeding Elijah. Year after year, everybody is lucky. But Elijah and the woman and the household are being fed. You read verse 14, I think it's verse, no, it's verse 13. says, then Elijah said to her, do not fear. Go do as you have said, but make me a little bread and cake from it. First, and bring it out for me, to me. And afterward, you may make one for yourself and for your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the bowl of of flour shall not not be exhausted, nor the jar of oil be empty until the day that the the Lord sends the rain on the face of the earth. So the woman went and of course you know the story. The bowl, verse 16 says, the bowl of flour was never exhausted. Amen. Amen. If God has spoken, Will not, your resources will not be exhausted. Your finances will not be exhausted because God is the one that is sustaining you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. You, don't know, you know the woman would have said to Elijah, no, I'm not going to feed you, but the woman just obeyed the Lord. Number two, there is something that we understand. Well, I understand here as I was reading this and I was studying this. There was a test for Elijah that Elijah encountered. It's a test of impossibility. It was impossible for Elijah to trust God in, this, in His word. It was difficult. Go to the woman of Saraphat. That is a test of impossibility. Something that you look at and you look at it and you, you, you don't see the reason behind it. You don't see any logic behind it. But Elijah just believed in the promises of God. Can we believe in the promises that God has promised? You know, let me tell you this. It's just come to my mind. I want to share with you. Men will promise you stuff. Man will promise you things. Man can promise you heaven, but they will not fulfill it. But there is one that, when he promises, he will he will keep his word, and that is God Almighty. Amen. His word is trustworthy. When he promised, when he promised, when he promised Abraham a child, he provided a child. You know, at one point Abraham thought, "Well, well it's been too long. It's been too long for me to wait to wait on God. I've been waiting for year after year." Sarah is getting old, I'm getting old. And Sarah comes and Sarah suggests to Abraham, why don't you just go in with Hagar? And he did, he went in with Hagar Because he thought God was not going to fulfill his promise. And he went in with Hagar. And they got a child here. And at some point, at some point, uh, uh, Hagar gets a child and now becomes proud. And uh, uh, Sarah tells Abraham, change this woman away. And Abraham is like, what? You want me to chase this woman away with my son? This is my son. This is the only one that is going to inherit my... And Abraham God, turns around and says, No, I promised you that your son, that you are the one who is going to inherit your... who is going to be your heir, is going to come from Sarah. And it finally came true. Praise the name of the Lord. But Abraham missed the, the, the promise of God. And now we have a lot of problems today in the world through the descendants of Ishmael. If Abraham had, been, had, been, had just waited on God's promise, we would not be having the problem have today. Hallelujah. When God promises something, God will do it. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you, you are trusting God for. I don't know what has been in your head, what has been in your heart, something that is, that is really paining pain in you and, and you're feeling like, God, how long will this happen? God has promised you. Just trust in him. Just keep believing in him. Just keep hoping in him. He will never let you down. Man will let you down, but not God. Hallelujah. Man will let you down, but not God. So a test of impossibility. Elijah believed God. He trusted God. We need to trust God. Do not lean on your own understanding. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 6 and and verse 5, Do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. And he will do this. When we believe in God, let us not lean on our own understanding. What we see here is not a human; it's not humanly understood, but God understands it. Lean, trust in God. Lean on God. Hallelujah! Don't try to try to sit down and begin to calculate. Well, <laughs> how much is this going to cost me? Sometimes, let me surprise you. You know, here, thank God for America. You, America, you're blessed. And God bless you so much. In Africa sometimes, even getting a meal is difficult. That you really have to believe God for provision. Just have to believe God. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Elijah just trusted God for it. He went to the widow woman. And there, what God had said, I have commanded. He said, I have commanded the widow woman. He did not ask the widow woman. I have commanded the widow woman to feed you there. Hallelujah. There is somewhere where God is going to provide for you. Your provision is somewhere. I don't know where it is. But there is somewhere God is providing for you. Those of you that are listening and are watching, I want you to know God is providing for you. Maybe you are in the last meal, just like this woman. God is going to provide for you. God is going to meet your need. God is going to supply. Maybe it's a healing in your body that you want God to do for you. God is going to touch your body in the name of the Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. Just keep trusting in him. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what the doctors have told you. I know there is a God of impossibility, a God that can touch you, a God that can heal you, and he can do it tonight and even today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And finally, I want to touch on the widows woman. Number one, God gave this woman an assurance. Do not fear. That is an assurance that God gives to us. Sometimes when things have run out, sometimes when things are becoming difficult, God would like just to give an assurance to us, don't be afraid, don't be, don't be scared, God is there for you. Don't be, in fact, Elijah told her in verse 13, I don't know whether it was seen, then Elijah said to her, do not fear, do not fear, do not fear. And that is the word God is telling you today, do not fear. Whatever your situation, do not fear. Whether it is a sickness, do not fear. Whether it's a need, financial need, do not fear. Whether you are in debt, do not fear. God is there for you. Praise the Lord. God is going to meet that need. This lady had given up. And I think, she, in fact, if you read the story, the Bible says that, that she was just collecting a few, a few a few, sticks and going to cook the last meal and they were going to die. She was just waiting for her death. But in the midst of waiting the long, God showed up. Can God show up in your situation? Hallelujah. Can God show up and bless you in a way that you never thought he would do it? Amen. Trust in him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God can show up. God can show up. Even when you are die in your deathbed, God, God can show up. In your sickness, God can show up. He can show up. When the river is dried up, he can show up. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The widow woman, God gives her an assurance, that is an assurance, do not fear. And she acted on faith. What God needs from you is just faith. Believe God, regardless of what it is, regardless of your situation, regardless of how hard it is, just act in faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is faithful, brothers and sisters. God has been faithful throughout generation. I can stand here and attest to that, that God is faithful. Whatever it is that you are trusting God for, God can bless you. God can meet the need. God can work it out in a way you never thought. Keep living in Him. Keep trusting Him. Keep hoping in Him. And God will never let you down. Men will let you down, but God will not. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Men can promise you, oh, you know this, I'll do this, I'll love that. You know this will happen, but they will never do it, but God will do it. Amen. Our Father, our God, I want to thank you today. I pray in the name of Jesus, even as you shared, that Lord, you never let us down. We pray, dear Lord, even as like this widow woman has given up, we pray that those that are watching us there, those that are listening to even to us on the radio today, I pray, dear Father, the Lord you'll meet their needs in the name of Jesus Christ. Let that situation disappear, oh God, and the sickness go. I pray for your blessing. I pray for your provision in the name of Jesus. Be faithful, dear God, as you've been faithful. To your, as, as you are faithful to, to the widow and even to Elijah. May your name be exalted. May your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, I pray and I ask. And all the people of God say, Amen.
0: Amen. 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 This is Dr. Hansen, President of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org. You know, what an encouraging message today. As Pastor Tobias prayed, no matter what you're facing, God is there, God can show up. We need to trust in Him. We need to obey Him. None of this would happen to Elijah if he didn't obey the leading of the Holy Spirit. If he didn't obey God and go when God told him to go and continue to obey God, nothing would have happened. There is that lesson. We need to hear God. We need to do what He says, and the miracle will happen. Amen. Amen. Once again, go to my website, worldministries.org. Do what you can to keep us on this local television station, radio station, social media, as well as join Eagle Saving Nations. If you'd like to send something for Bishop Tobias, you can do that via my website, worldministries.org, 360-629-5248. That's my phone number. Or you can always send a check to WMI. P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington 98292. May God richly bless you.